This Indianapolis weekend racing recap edition of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks, content, and contests, including our NFL win totals contest with a $1,000 prize. Join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app to get last minute tickets at the lowest price guaranteed. Use promo code SGPN for $20 off. Drivers, start your engine! Wrap in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. But since I'm on probation, I suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well. If you could talk about racing things, we could talk about racing things. Now, here are your hosts, Rod Gomez and Cody Zeeb. Fresh off the end of the cup race, it is the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast. He's Cody Zeeb, I'm Rod Gomez, and we get to do a live Sunday reaction video uh, or podcast or whatever, I don't this point i'm so fed up with the way the way racing was this weekend that uh yeah i just i'm i'm very excited to be on the show with you cody but this weekend other than cashing tickets this was probably one of the more forgettable indianapolis weekends i think we've had in a very long time rod i just want to say congratulations to svg great run by the 91 car great win uh just dominated the field led every lap basically oh wait a minute that's not what happened. Where did wait? Hold on. I remember saying SV would finish probably tenth to fifteenth. Can you check, Rod? Where did he finish? Cody, I'm I'm consulting the official. What okay. it, it was? Let's, it let's was. Take a look. Let's it was in sure tenth right. place. Tenth, tenth, tenth to fifteenth. I feel like tenth. Huh. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> and indeed, our boy, our right, boy, later. is right, a searcher right. for profit, right? Wait. Oh. oh. <laughs> Cody removed himself from the feed. Uh, we had I tried to tell you guys yeah. again. Great run by him. It's all wonderful. Tenth place, awesome. Wasn't going to win this race. Wasn't going to be in contention to win this race. Wasn't going to have a chance to win this race. And he did none of those things. <laughs> yeah, and and let's be completely fair too. Again, none of us were saying that we weren't rooting for him or that we didn't think that he was going to do well on this track. Oh, we just did I not love him. Yeah, I I want to see him. I was in right. NASCAR. It was I don't, for I don't think. Yes, I don't think he should get. Uh, you know, I, I don't think he should get a full time track house ride next year. But I would love to see him, whether it's part time in the Cup Series and and throughout NASCAR. However, it works like. I'm all for it. I think it's great. I would love to see it. Love SVG. Didn't want to bet on the day. That's it. Yeah. That's it. And again, it'll be if he does a few more of these, if he runs a few more of these, of course. Of course, we're going to be game for that. But, you know, for now, we just needed a temporary. But there's no reason why he needed to be 
the second favorite to win this race. I mean, 27% of the handle he had early in the week, Rod. Like, and was he fast? Yes, he was fast because he was able to, to build his way back up from about a, what I don't know, about 16th place to 10th place. So on this track, that was fast. But SVG is not the reason why we're talking. We're, we're definitely excited about uh, a good weekend of, of cashing tickets as far as the Xfinity race was concerned. Um, we can forget about that cup race altogether, but I will say that the Xfinity yeah, that was race... Our, that was our cup recap. We're done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Honestly, that was that was about it. Uh, yeah, Michael McDowell ended up winning this thing. Um, Man, shout, yeah. shout out to Michael McDowell. Just fucking whooped everybody's ass mm. today and won the race. Man, that's... Uh, Oh, Herb. He's Careful, driving. Herb. He's here. Careful. Hey, don't watch us. Keep your eyes on the road. But, uh, <laughs> you can listen. You us. Uh, We're, uh, you know, proud to be Herb approved. Yeah. Hey, and Herb approved himself to a very nice payday, too, with all the Michael McDowell tickets that he had. So congrats, Herb. Uh, I think the Discord would like you to very much share your picks beforehand and, and roll with you uh, as well. Oh. Searcher for Profit says, does he finish with more points next year than Brisk? No. <laughs> if he were to raise full time. I mean, that's a pretty low bar. Uh, <laughs> we'll see. I, I mean, oh, boy. You have Cody thinking. Let's, let's put it that way. Might, actually, it's uh, you know. Um, but listen, let's overall, li- overall, as far as the what we saw in racing, I I don't want to say that there was a ton of excitement because let's we we're always honest about how the racing is. This was probably the more tame of what we've seen over the last few weeks, as far as you know, just just what we were. And now I don't want stage break cautions anymore, but this is what you get though when you don't have stage cautions because this field sort of strung itself out and and the thing that it came down to was pit strategies, fuel strategies, which really fuel strategies didn't call itself. There was only one caution, Cody, and we talked about this. You you asked me, was there only the one caution for Haley? That was it. One caution yeah, and that in was the on entire like, what, race. Lap five or something? Yeah. I mean, that was really early in the race. It was so. like the first lap. They didn't even get through the first lap, and Haley yeah. uh, uh, spun out. So, yeah, I'm telling you right now, this is it. This is what you get. You get people stringing themselves out and right. not a lot Which, of situations and I'll, I'll be completely honest. I didn't see every second of, of either race on, on Saturday, Sunday, Xfinity Door Cup. Had a lot going on this weekend, so I was kind of in and out, keeping up as much as I could. But, yeah, I mean, this is... Uh, we knew it was going to happen with the, uh, you know, with, with taking out the stage cautions. But I still think, even though it ends up this way sometimes, I still think the no stage cautions is the way to go on the road courses. I still like bunching it up on the on the ovals. But because if you get that caution flag that's uh, untimed, you know, you don't know is coming, and it throws a big wrench in this. Like, could have changed so many different things. Could have changed strategies um could have all of that stuff yeah so i think it's still still the right move obviously it, it maybe led to it being sort of boring this week um just because we didn't really get any cautions and it got strung out but uh yeah i, I thought uh i still think that it's the right move i mean i wouldn't call it boring but i i'll get to the rest of what i think about this and obviously we'll break down our bets but let's tell you first about our new friends at game time I tell you right now, I have been to plenty of sporting events in my time. Trying to find tickets for those, especially if I've decided to go last minute, is absolutely stressful. And it shouldn't be that way. You should be able to want to go, especially if you decide the night before, maybe even the day of that you want to go. You shouldn't have to stress out. 
finding tickets. Game time, fast and easy way to buy tickets for all of your sports, music, and comedy in theaters near you. You got killer deals on last-minute tickets and the breast price guaranteed. Plus, you can stop stressing, more importantly, over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you are going to have. I'm telling you right now, there was one time where I wanted to go see Incubus, but I realized too late that I really wanted to go. Fortunately, I could not find any good tickets. Therefore, I could not see Incubus. That's tough. Game time would have stopped that for me. So snag the tickets you want without the stress with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, use the code SGPN. You're going to get $20 off of your first purchase. So not only do you get guaranteed a chance to see that favorite sporting event, music event, or whatever you want to see, but you're going to get $20 off that first purchase if you use the code SGPN. Terms apply. Again, create that account. Redeem the code SGPN for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest prices, guaranteed. That is GameTime.co. Yes, Cody. What, what do we got? Spin house. Surprise. Surprise. Spin house didn't get his ass whooped after the race. I, I don't know if he just doesn't like the international drivers being in the race or what. Dude, he but was he picking punted, fights uh, with all of them. Man. Yeah, he punted uh, Kobayashi and. Uh, he got into it with he... uh, Lolly too for yeah, a second. Lolly, but who was the other guy? Oh, the, the 51. Uh, who was who was in the 51? Uh, button. Button. No, it was Jensen button. button. In the 15. Yeah, he spun button too. So yeah. I was like. Oof, he hit all then, of them. Uh, Herb said he thought for sure there was going to be a random caution at the end, at the end, ruining his day with an Elliott win. I thought, uh, man, I, 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 I predicted that this was going to go into overtime. Oh, I, but man, no, I, yeah, and I, I thought maybe Elliott was going to run him down, like he was kind of started to, but then he didn't, and uh, I don't know. But uh, texting yeah. his buddy, checked Elliott almost catching McDowell. I'm telling you, it was it was pretty damn close. There was no. And and thanks, uh, JDK. Yes, Incubus. I'm so old, but I I am. I'm not gonna lie. I love me some Incubus. I and I did end up seeing them in concert later on, just not that one particular time. So um, I love that. And Lynn, thank you very Lynn much. Says, oh, oh, yep. We're both Rod's clicking the a total today. pro, <laughs> and he is. Yes, Rod is. Rod's really good. Uh, Kelly says Chase doesn't have it with him anymore or in him anymore. Herb. But right does now, he though? That's the thing. Is, it was so weird to see him not catch him. Yeah, that was strange. But I'm telling you right now, I'm betting on Chase Elliott at Watkins Glen. He he's winning this weekend. So it's, we're uh, I I know our picks didn't go great today, but uh, it's we're getting it back next week, and it's going to be with Chase Elliott. He's gonna he's gonna punch his way into the playoffs and uh, and solve all that problem. Well, then let's do this then, because obviously these bets didn't go the way we wanted to. Let's let's go through our Cup Series bets. Obviously, we'll take a break when we need to, but let's go through these Cup, th and then we'll just finish talking through the rest of the race, because the race kind of flowed the way these picks kind of went. So um, definitely, uh, uh, you know, uh, something we can go through. Oh, hey, oh, Lord Lynn, of Vacation. Lord of our, our Carla and uh, yeah. Discord. Awesome. Great. Nice. Thank you Good for joining you. us. Thanks for joining us. Yes. All right, Rod. Martin Truex Jr., Top five minus one ten, top three plus one sixty. He the finished hell? seventh, yeah. so I mean, there is that. But I mean, just didn't really like he wasn't fast in qualifying. He was twelfth, so he didn't have a great start. He was tenth in stage one, and then out of the top ten in stage two, and he finishes seventh. But not really a threat all day. That from <laughs> from the times I was checking in, Trex was never involved in this one. So. uh 
just kind of unfortunate. I know the books were super heavy on him. I didn't necessarily like taking his outright at, at such the low number, but I thought the top three and top five would be safe just with as much as well as he's been doing. As good as we've seen him on, on Sonoma, at least earlier this year, but I don't know. It'll be interesting to see where his odds are for Watkins Glen, though, because specifically Sonoma and Watkins Glen, he's really, really, really good at. So I think maybe we missed it and should have laid off of him this week and come back on him next week. So I'm not saying I'm not going to be on him next week because if the number's right and and maybe this poorer performance, I mean, seventh place, not horrible, but but maybe we'll get a decent top five number next week and we can jump back on it because he's really good at those two tracks specifically. And maybe we just overlooked he's not been super great on these other ones, I guess. So I... But yeah, miss these ones, unfortunately. And and that's the thing too about uh, Martin Truex. Like we we say, oh, it was a terrible day, but he still finished inside the top seven. Like it was not a bad day for Martin Truex. Just wasn't the day that we needed to uh, to have on him. Uh, Searcher for profit tells you, good call on Byron and DFS I mean, Cody. I, that was yeah, and the 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 sun's yellow and the sky is blue too. Yeah. But fourteen. I, I mean, it was it was the chalky thing to do, and a lot of people obviously played him, but. It panned out, right? He scored 54 points. We knew he was going to start dead last. He was the only starting spot we knew when uh, when the, uh, when the we talked about DFS on Friday night in our live show. Um, start, starts 39th, finishes 14th, and scores 54 points. So I would imagine he was – I don't have all of the scores right in front of me, but I imagine he was probably pretty close to the, the high – well, McDowell, I guess, did have – I did play McDowell in one of my lineups. 62.4 points. Obviously, he led most of the day. Um, and had a, had a pretty good day. So, yeah, I mean, uh, again, that was, it was uh, just a no brainer at that point, 14th place finish after, you know, starting dead last really good day for Byron. I don't know what he would have done had he been toward the front, hey, but one, one in our DFS group, which was, you know, chat, whoops, if it works, there we go. Uh, so yeah, shout out to you for doing that, that, uh, we had a lot of people play DFS this week. So again, if you're in our discord, do a $5 game every week, actually we do it for all three series. Not as many people get into the trucks in Xfinity, which is okay. But uh, yeah, big group today in the in the Cup Series, so pretty fun. Nice, nice DFS cash for you on that one. Indeed. And then Lynn, too, real quick uh, on the broadcast, they were selling saying Elliott's team's been targeting next week is a date they feel good about winning at. Elliott is he's good on all the road courses, but specifically Watkins Glen, I think, is his best road course. He should have won that race last year. Larson dumped him, and I think it was an overtime or or late on a restart, um, and ended up costing him, but. He's going to be good there. He got his first career win there, actually outdueling Martin Trex Jr., who had owned the place prior to that. Um, and those two have had some really good battles. I, those are the two guys I have circled already going into this. Unfortunately, I feel like the books are probably going to have similar thoughts. And so we'll have to see where the odds fall and what the bets are going to be. But those are definitely the two guys I'm watching the most as we go into Watkins Glen, especially Elliott's feeling the pressure now with McDowell winning. I mean, he wasn't going to probably point in anyways, but now there's almost no chance of it, and he is going to have to to get in. Yeah, and and again, that's just something that he's going to have to deal with. So what you're telling me, though, Cody, is getting the dock before you uh, next week. <laughs> Old-fashioned football saying, what's up from the, fa- the fantasy football? I got so much FOMO out of that. You're at the hotel. What's up, Mark? Shout out to, <laughs> Justin shout out Mark. to those guys. Justin uh, over there. Justin but, Marks. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> Yeah. Um, all right. Knockers so tweeted it's official. What's official? What's the, official? Uh, oh, tech complete. Oh, oh, all of the techs. Okay, that's no it. cars to R and D. No cars to R and D. 
Uh, yep, doesn't have the passion. Eh, I'm telling you right now, it's it's just a hit or miss with him. But we'll see. Yeah. We'll it, see. And El- but Elliot goes through. He's he's like one of the streakiest drivers in the garage. Like he goes through cold spells, and you don't see much from him. But if he gets hot, watch out because if they turn it on, and if he wins, I mean, uh, we'll have to see what his championship odds are looking at this week. Because uh, man, it's uh, they they could really they could really go on a run if, if he if he wins this weekend and gets hot. You well, gotta watch out for that nine. And I mean, listen, his facial expressions alone that that uh, uh, after he got out of the car, the, the cameras kind of panned right to him, and he looked he looked like he was devastated. And and a guy that looks like that, he cares, right? I mean, he obviously cares. So it's yeah. not as if he got and out of the car. All I know, I know. Happy one lap left like yeah he really did start running him down but he just might not have had uh, you know and mcdowell might have taken it a little easier on that last lap like making sure he didn't make any big mistakes and held on to it so i i don't know i, I wouldn't say that he's not into it but uh I, I don't know i mean listen as somebody who works at anything right there's there comes a point in your time where you're like eh, I, i'm feeling i know that i need to be better i want to be better but you know, you sort of kind of get down on yourself a little bit because you know you should be doing better. So, I mean, he's just, that's that's his living life right now. So, um, but you know where you can cure all of that? And our Patreon. You got to sign up right now for that Patreon. You're going to get exclusive access to all the contests so you can be a better DGen out there with all the rest of the DGens. Plus, we got an NFL win totals contest with a $1,000 first place prize. Who doesn't need an extra $1,000? Maybe Chase, uh, Chase Elliott could have put an extra $1,000 in his car. Maybe he could have passed McDowell. Who knows? But besides season-long contests, they also have weekly contests just for you patrons, plus a monthly SGP Stories podcast. And I'm trying to get Cody to do an after-hours sort of, you know, nice little relaxing ASMR video at the end of the day for you. That could be exclusively on Patreon. Uh, you get the completely ad-free Full of behind-the-scenes stories from the SGPN with those SGPN stories. There's even a Discord channel exclusively for you patrons. So make sure you get in there. My weekly reminder, my daily reminder, my minutely reminder. Only you can prevent corporate gambling, folks. Do your part. Sign up today. SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Patreon. That's SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Patreon. Be the best DGen you can be. Yes, Rye. <laughs> Cody and I need to work on this clicking the buttons. I didn't let you click on the buttons. <laughs> no, nobody, nobody delegates this. We just do this on on when we see it. I love it. Uh, I love it. Uh, all right. So what do we got? We got Rye Cape in the chat saying, hey, what's up, fellas? Uh, and then obviously okay. saying to be the best uh, DGen you can be. Uh, Old-fashioned football wants to know if my feet picks will make it if they pay for the SGP Patreon. <laughs> telling you you don't want to see those, but if you sign up for the Patreon, uh, if you really feel the need, I can send you a feet picture. Oh, Justin, I'm, saying it's I'm charging you extra, Justin, because you're weird for asking. <laughs> Cody's always looking for a quick buck, so we'll just That's see how company that company man, right? You sign up for the SGP DJ, you know, another for the, yeah, the Patreon, and I'll help you out. <laughs> Uh, uh, right. Kelly said not going to make it on points has to go out and give everything so here's the updated Bob just tweeted this out too um, obviously McDowell locks himself in with the win Stenhouse he's in with the win uh, Keselowski or so Harvick is plus 145 Keselowski is plus 143 Wallace is now plus 28 he's the last car in then it's Suarez at minus 28 Gibbs at minus 49 Elliott minus 80 Bowman minus 80 so 
Really, Suarez at minus 28, I would say, is probably the only guy who really has a chance to point himself in at this point with the with the cut line being moved down a, a driver. Um, and then, obviously, Bubba Wall is kind of on the hot seat now because if an Elliott wins, if a Gibbs wins, if somebody else below that line wins this week or the, any of these two coming weeks at Watkins Glen, and then we know anybody can win at Daytona, um, it, it's, it could change. So that's the updated look at the uh, at the points. Rod, should we finish going through these horrible bets from today? <laughs> yes, please. All of them were junk. Don't ever fall. No, uh, listen, I had Jensen Button as a top 10 car. That was not even close. The, I Really, honestly, the only reason I had picked this one was because of an SVG sort of uh, entrance into this, thinking, okay, well, maybe these guys may have a little bit of an edge. Jensen Button, obviously, you know, F1 driver, knows how to do road courses. Yeah, he, uh, he was horrible. And, I mean, and it was and not even close. Yeah, for this, though, you probably needed some chaos. Like, if we got some late race restarts, that's the thing with, like, this type of bet. One restart there at the end, if Allmendinger doesn't get out of the gravel and they have to throw a caution or whatever, we get one restart, this this could have drastically changed. You saw it going into one. Logano, Gibbs, Haley, everybody's all over the place. Uh, and so it, it could have quickly changed. Uh, he didn't make many friends with... Uh, <laughs> With Stenhouse, obviously, just mm. completely punting him out of the way. Uh, Rye says today sucked. That's the theme of it today's did. show, by the way. Luckily, yesterday was really good. I can't wait to get to the Xfinity race because we cleaned up. We AJ Allmendinger, we'll get into it. But uh, we cleaned up on the Xfinity bets, which was nice. I had Kyle Larson, top five, plus 160. For the theme of the day, Rod, uh, Larson, well, I guess he finished eighth, so he was just no, no, slightly outside of it. But Today sucked. Uh, that's what we're at. Rye Cape yeah, says today sucked. Day, it yeah, was true. Today sucked. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, he started sixth. He was fifth at the end of stage one, but then he just, he's eighth. I, I don't, such a weird day. Again, I didn't see every sec or every lap of this race, but Michael Mc. McDowell just dominated this race, which is weird. It was freaky Sunday. Listen, and and this is what it was from the start. Especially I mean, having like Elliot was up there and Reddick was up there and Truex was up there and Larson was up there and and nobody nobody went after him and it was like, gosh, just just so weird. Well, nobody had crazy. the speed to get up to him. That's the thing. Once he got uh, once he got his lead, nobody had the speed to catch up to him. He he did such a good job of staying clean, of hitting his marks like, you know, well, Ty Tiger. What? Hey, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Rod Is it said he'll sing to you at the end of the show. Yes, you got to wait till the end of the show for that then. Uh, Rye said he swept the trucks in Xfinity. We did too. I mean, we trucks were very good. We were big on Majeski. He dominated that race. If you didn't catch that, we recapped that Friday night on the live show slash DFS show for, for Sunday. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, Xfinity, again, we're going to get into it, but absolutely just fucking crush goose egged in the cup i mean i did get my most important prediction correct which was that svg was going to finish 10th to to 15th and guess where he finished but uh other than that the rest of them sucked <laughs> uh all right well i had busher as a top five car busher disappointed today there was just no part of busher i mean in fact in fact kelly i know you uh, missed on a big one because of Busher finishing in 11th. We won't even rehash those wounds for you, buddy. Ugh. I feel you. I absolutely feel you. We had Busher doing so much better today than he would have. Um, not even, not even going to rehash that. So, needless to say, this bet did not cash. We will move on for you. 
yeah, pretty much. And uh, your comment here about this guy. Yep. We're gonna we're gonna talk about that coming yep. up because we'll uh, definitely talk about that. Yeah, I've got some thoughts on him. I had uh, Chris Bush. Th- so I had Chris Busher top forward plus two seventy five. Obviously, did not hit. Uh, and then I tossed out Briscoe top forward, Gibbs top Toyota. Briscoe top forward, not a bad bet at all. Ends up being the second best forward. Sixth place finish. Talked about it on the betting show. Uh, and I can't remember who it was in the Discord, but shout out to them for dropping all the stats on him and, and kind of talking me into it a little more than than I originally had thought because uh, he showed up. And, and again, he's good, just not when we come to these big tracks. And so he'll be a guy to watch again uh, next week. Gibbs did get spun out early uh, in this race and then recovered nicely for a 12th place finish, but ends up being the fourth Toyota on the, uh, on the thing. So, uh, man, just, I don't know. The Risco one kind of had some life that could have changed the card a little for sure. You hit that 14 to one, but rough day. Yeah. Again, it was a really rough day in JDK. Yeah. I was hoping that Busher oh, for you, you too. hate, you hate SVG. You're uh, rooting against him? No, he didn't What's hate him. He just didn't want him to be in the 10th place because that's where you needed Busher to be to cash yes, that big was, parlay. Dos, Dos Flacos was the one who dropped there it is. The, the Briscoe knowledge. So Thank you, Dos Flacos. Um, all right, my next one was AJ as a top three car. Dude must have really hated yesterday and did not want to come participate in this one because not only did he is not he, finish he in the top broken, three. Rod? Right now, yes. Yes. And and I listen, mean, broken recognizes broken, right? I, I know I see it in him. I see the man that is like, I don't know what's going on this season. I was supposed to come out ba- and do did well. Did they not have the baby yet, too? They haven't had the baby yet, no. He's did still we, waiting. Did we? Was this a week early? <laughs> well, it wasn't a week early. I just think it was a few days early. He was on baby watch as well. So, um, yeah, I mean, listen, all I'm going to say about AJ is that at this point, just just like um, Mr. Churchill for Prophet says, do not touch AJ for the, even at Watkins Glen, I don't care if I say his name next week, Cody. Just yeah, I replace me. I with won't Herb. be betting on Almondinger. I mean, I have not seen the entry list. I don't know if he's going to be in the in the Xfinity series. I would imagine he will be. I will not be betting him. Uh, he'll probably win that race, but I'm not going to touch it. The number's not going to be good. And in the Cup series, like I just don't know how you can touch him right now. He's just. I really, I think he's broken. I think he's retired already like is he the martin tricks jr of last year at this point like i don't think he comes back maybe he runs part-time in a third car and and does road courses but at this point why even do that like he sucked today i mean he was spun around like twice he was in the gravel once like i just another rough day for aj so i don't know um i had ross chastain to win group c over mcdowell svg and suarez um, you know how many of those guys he beat, Rod? Zero. Uh, none of them. Zero. I, I meant. See, I thought it was. I thought it was the loser of Group C. <laughs> so that was on me. Apologies. Uh, I really thought Ross was gonna show up and and was trying to call my shot with. Oh no, he showed up. He just didn't race. Did he? Yeah. I don't know. Was he there? I don't know. But uh, I mean, SVG tenth. Seriously, I told you he was gonna be tenth or fifteenth. I've been saying it for weeks since he announced he was gonna be in this race. 10th to 15th. That's where I knew he was going to be. I thought Chastain would be better. Uh, and Suarez just Suarez pops up on these road courses randomly. It's uh, it's unpredictable with him, so it's weird. I don't know. But also at Todd Gilland, uh, top 10 plus 750. Again, this was was kind of building for uh, for chaos, but <laughs> Gilland did not have a good day. He finished 37th. Like I don't remember. I think he got. 
I don't. I think did he get spun off the track at one point? Maybe yeah, he's got some Gilliland damage. Did. Yeah, he did. So yeah, he it never really had a, had a chance. But yeah, uh, that car, the JDK, giant. how fucked is calling next year? Very. I mean, <laughs> very. We'll see who they get in their cars, I guess. But I mean, if you get an Austin Hill, that's probably going to be decent for you. But I just don't know. I'm trying to think of any like veteran Chevy drivers or veteran drivers that are really out on the market that you put in one of those cars to go with a guy like like Hill, and that would be kind of a, a good solid pairing. But I don't know who's really available. Uh, I mean, like a guy like Denny Hamlin's not going to call again. I don't think no. so. I, he'd I go to know. his own team if he if he was going to go well, anywhere other than likely, Gibbs, right? But he'd pull a Keselowski. Yeah, I, I yeah, they're they're fairly fucked. Thank yeah. You. Uh, well, we did cash one bet on the Cup Series side. Hell yeah, to Michael McDowell beating Austin Cedric at minus one ten. Woohoo! That was that was the one. There's that our we one cashed. bet. Hopefully, you got in on good on that one. Thank God, <laughs> Nick Fortune in the house. What's up, gentlemen? JDK up? saying yeah. yes. They have zero drivers if AJ retires. That is true. Yeah. Kurt, I will Bush. be. I will be. <laughs> That'd Kurt, be fantastic, hey. wouldn't it? If he gets cleared, although he's in the Toyota family-ish now, I, I don't know, but he's been in all the manufacturer families. He's, he's raised Pontiac, <laughs> uh, Dodge. He's been in all of them. But for uh, real, Hill though. Hill I mean, but that's such a rookie lineup. Like, you, uh, I feel like you need to have a veteran in the house, and maybe AJ sticks around for consultant work. I don't know. but uh, And then, yeah, Switch also, Todd Spun uh, in the similar spot to Brody in qualifying. That's right. I remember that now. And that kind of screwed his day. So congratulations on your one bet that we hit today, Rod. Um, I had Almondinger over SVG. It was plus money. Again, expected SVG to be around 10th to 15th. He did. Almondinger forgot to hold up his part. Forgot he was racing today. Didn't show up. Uh, so, yeah, you know, well, well. Not even a little. Um, ah, yeah, there you go. Last minute, stage one, 650 on McDowell. That's a good hit Ooh. right there. Didn't get in on the McDowell matchup, but last that's a better hit than minus yeah. 110. Nice. So, yeah, great hit. Good job on that one. Um, I had the race to go into overtime. Dude, these guys didn't even, like, when they spun out, they were still able to maintain whatever. So there was no overtime in this race. That's what I was yeah. saying. Like, I, I how, just, yeah. <sighs> Jace Elliott is running him down. How's there not some cardboard on the track at that point? Like, I don't okay. hear shit about how much NASCAR loves Chase Elliott anymore. If there's <laughs> not cardboard on the track for that, <laughs> they ain't trying to help him at all. Like, geez. There was on. that piece of whatever rubber or something that was on the on the pit road entrance. I'm like, NASCAR's going to throw a caution on that one. Nope, they didn't. So, uh, well, did and then you know, I mean, we had a car weeks ago that that spun out, and we and we throw a or you know, it's dropping oil for three quarters of the track, and then we throw a caution, and and yet we don't, yeah, I don't know, the guys are spinning out left and right, and we don't, we don't have any cautions. I don't know. Uh, Kelly saying the live, the live bets have been saving us this year. Been great chatting during the race in the discord. I'm telling you right now, this is why yeah. you need to be in that discord. The discord has been, I wasn't in there as much today because we we had some family stuff going on, but. Yeah, the the live bets these guys are getting in on, uh, it, it's good, it's great. Uh, everybody's you know got different spots to call out stuff. So shout out to those guys; they're doing a good job. That's why you got to be in the Discord if you're not. Uh, so definitely get in there. Leaving money. Uh, the yeah, you had the overtime bet. I had uh, all of my handful of winners. None of them did it. Again, I was just looking for value this week, and obviously the Truex Reddick thing up top didn't end up being the way to go either. Uh, overlooked McDowell, I guess. I didn't. I expected him to have a good run, right, and finish decent. He's been good at all the road courses, but 
I would have never guessed he comes out and dominates a day like he did today. So shout out to him. I had Larson 12 to 1. I'm going to place Larson 12 to 1 on a road course any chance I ever get. Um, and same thing with Kyle Busch, the way he'd been running lately. Was did he drop a cylinder early or? But it was it was, was some sort of uh, mechanical error or something, or, or he something. thought it was, and and he was driving around trying to get yeah. all everybody to listen to his engine to tell him what was wrong. Yeah, like I don't know, so maybe I, it was his he head because he was yeah. still he was still at speed for the most part. But yeah, it was it was yeah. it was nuts for Bush. Yeah, Busher twenty to one. I mean, two wins in a row. He'd been really good at road courses. You're just kind of tossing a dart. Don't let me bet Denny Hamlin to win a road course again, Ron. I'm, <laughs> I apologize. Ever. I apologize for that. That was stupid. No, but you uh, had a good reason. Saying, you had a good reason. It wasn't all. I did. It wasn't all bad. And I, and I did clarify with the fact that he hadn't he hadn't finished better than like thirteenth in like eight road courses in a row or mm-hmm. something. But it was just yeah. And so I mean, finished where expected. It was again. It was a long shot for a reason. Oh, uh, and Chastain twenty five to one. We hit Chastain forty to one at, at uh, Coda last year. I was kind of hoping to recreate some of that magic. He didn't show up. Uh, I mean, his teammate did. So had the roles been reversed, not SVG, by the way, because he didn't. Oh, he didn't. That's <laughs> good. Uh, <laughs> Suarez is the teammate I was talking about. He's the one that showed up. Uh, but <laughs> I can't help it, Rod. I just, you know, sometimes I wasn't right about he- any of these bets. <laughs> But I was right about where SVG was going to finish because I've been telling you guys for weeks, and it happens. So. Uh, all oh. right. I had Truex at four and a half to one on Barstool. Again, we talked about Truex. Just, I mean, he was not he was not a factor for the win. He was always going to be a top 10 car. He just was not a factor for the win. And then AJ Allmendinger at 20 to one. We've already said all we need to say about AJ Allmendinger. We've also said everything we need to say about this race let's talk about the xfinity race let's do that for a second but i want one more second where it says if there's chaos denny always comes back (laughs) that's words strategy so he always has a shot hey listen he tried true he really did try to shake it up with strategy so um yeah all right we'll talk about the road course race especially especially on the road courses yeah 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 yeah. well with football season fully underway most of you guys are dgens to the fantasy football world here's a show that you need to listen to on the network Hey everybody, if you play fantasy football, especially in auction leagues, and or you're a whiskey fan, yes, exactly, check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Fantasy Football Channel show, Old Fashioned Football. Coming to you every Tuesday morning, give us a listen. We'll bring you the latest fantasy football data, including the injury report, studs and duds, waiver wire targets, and suggested fab, market movers. After all, we are the Marks. He is my hubby. And she's J Mark's wifey. And we're bringing all this to you while drinking an old fashioned and giving you our honest review of a different whiskey every week. All that and more. Hop on over, give us a listen, come for the football, stay for the whiskey. This ad's almost done. Going once, going twice. Sold. Well, thankfully, Cody, there was a race on Saturday. And thankfully for us, that race turned out a hell of a lot better than the race uh, today. But I'm pretty pissed off still i'm salty about that race i know i know that our card was basically green across the board but i am salty af about this race and i'm i'm just not gonna hide it i, I can't is it, stand is it. it about the aj part or 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 something different no it's about the aj part i don't yeah. i don't <laughs> understand you have the best damn car most of the day now i you can argue that ty gibbs had the faster car because obviously he won and he tracked down gibbs aj hasn't been, gibbs hasn't touched him this year like no. that's what i don't understand gibbs hadn't won any xfinity races he'd been in he hadn't really been the best car in any xfinity races even on ovals at michigan like it just he wasn't that good 
And AJ, we, I, well, I called him being off last road course. I said he wasn't going to do it then, but this was the one. And maybe it's because the baby wasn't born. Maybe it was distracting him. I don't know. But fuck, dude. Like, I was all in on AJ. And I don't usually, he's one of those guys I don't really bet that much. And, and like Kelly says, middle finger to number 10 in Xfinity. Agreed. I'm not going to be betting on AJ anytime soon. Just absolutely ridiculous. But, Rod, we did hit a lot of bets in this one. So we did. This will be the fun part to talk we about. We did. But one last um, thing. I want to put one last pin in this yeah. AJ thing. You don't give up that big of a lead. That was a Max Verstappen lead that he had over the field and just got tore into, tore into, and tore into. And then it just, yeah, it was so it's frustrating. Like a, and then, of course, the, mistake the, too. Like, the caution didn't you, help either, though, too, at the end. Well, yeah, but... And, like, you would expect that out of more of a guy like McDowell. I know he's not a rookie, but not being in that situation very often. Not the guy who's the all-time leader in Xfinity Series wins on road courses. Like, God, it just... JD <laughs> kicked the wrong week about to, to fade. <laughs> well, I think part of my Gibbs fandom was not betting on him this week. Same thing with Elliot. I didn't want to bet on him because I was hoping the reverse psychology of not betting on them maybe would work. So, shout-out to Gibbs for getting the win, but... Uh, I did have Austin Hill over John Hernemacek, minus 125. Not even close. What did I say? What did I say Friday on the live show, Rob? You got to play back if, to you in Discord, bet, buddy. <laughs> I did. Yes. Well, yes. Recorded audio. Set it back. That was beautiful. I said on the live show Friday night, if you could bet Carson Hosevar and Austin Hill to finish fourth place every single week, and look what happened. He finishes fourth again. Uh, and yeah, I had mentioned John Hunter was. Just things that have not been going good for him on, on road courses. we got to differentiate, right? Really good on, on uh, ovals. We need to bet him on every oval, basically. Don't bet him on road, road courses. And it didn't work out for him again. Austin Hill, you can bet him anywhere. Uh, worked out. He did cash that. Also gave out top 10, minus 110. Should have went with the top five bet, I guess, instead of the top 10. But uh, minus 110 was, was way too good of odds. Very comfortable there. So both of those cash to, to kick off the card. Yeah, and again, Austin Hill, just one of those good, consistent cars. Didn't matter what happened around him. He was able to find his way up inside the top 10 for sure and definitely inside the top five. This one made me sweat a little bit. Parker Kligerman over John Hunter Nemechek. Parker Kligerman in trouble early, especially with the whole pit strategy thing as far as wet tires were concerned versus the dry tires versus when everybody else pitted versus God knows what else was going on around him. But Kligerman, to his credit, managed to find his way uh, into a seventh-place finish where John Hunter Nemechek finished in 13. And hats off to John Hunter, though, for being able to climb his way back up to at least 13th. But even still, like, when he got spun out again, he was like, yep, he's done for the most part. And Kligerman stayed uh, stayed clean. But, yeah, props to him. Seventh-place finish for Kligerman over John Hunter Nemechek. But like I said, this one had me sweating for a very long time considering how and where uh, Kligerman was for most of this race. So I'm very glad to have cashed that one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Good call by you again. It was, uh, and this is, this is the one you flipped on the show. Wasn't it after, yes. after I talked about John Hunter. So I was yes. glad I talked you into it. Glad you flipped it. Cause yeah, it ended up cashing. I had Riley Herbst over number 11 minus minus one ten over on Superbook. Number 11 sucked ass again, rightfully. So, uh, where did he come in at? He ended up 27th. I'm sorry, I had to scroll a long way down. Uh, he did start fifth, so I was a little bit concerned at that. Uh, but he did not have a good day at all. And uh, Riley Herbst ends up in 12th place. So not not the best day ever, but 
a good enough finish for Herbst that uh, he cashed this one fairly easily for us. Yeah, and again, the number 11 car did lead three laps, but only because of, of course, pit strategies and all of the stuff that was going on around him. So, uh, yeah, he stayed out longer and, and got those leads. But, yeah, this was never in question as far as Herbst uh, being better than the number 11 car at all. Uh, all right, I, I like I said, Cody got to the dock first, so he took a lot of my good bets, so I had to go fishing around for stuff. This Connor Mosack over Sage Karam one did not hit. Uh, Sage Karam actually had himself a pretty decent day, 15th place finish for him. Connor Mosack, though. Especially was, being in that 45 car. That's what I'm saying. Like Connor Mosack that's wasn't really all that finish. bad either, to be honest with you. And, in fact, his day sort of turned to, to crap later in the race um, where he did end up finishing 26th in this. But this one had, had a chance because Mosack was in and around the top 10 for a lot of the day, in fact. Um, but, you know, some a couple of late cautions there uh, made his day a little bit worse. And then pit strategies. And I, for a second there, Cody, when... Uh, oil? Did he have an oil problem, Rod? Did he leave oil all over the track for three not days? Not this time. Not oh, this okay. time, Cody. Not this time. But I thought that strategy and I were going to be friends again, especially after A.J. Allmendinger came in for the slicks before the, the caution even, like, officially happened. I thought, oh, my God. Me and Strategy are about to be friends again because AJ Allmendinger is on the right call putting those slicks on right away, right? And like I said, he had a gigantic lead over the rest of the field. Um, but unfortunately, like I said, that last caution, he wasn't able to hold off Gibbs. But I was so happy with Strategy. I thought we were going to be friends again. And then it, you know, bit me in the ass. So I can't say I'm sad that you did not hit that one. Um, I, I, I don't want to bet on or for number 24 slash number 19 slash number 66 slash whatever other <laughs> four other cars he's been in this year. Uh, I'm still sort of irritated with him after a few weeks ago, but Justin Allgaier did have bets on him. Top three plus 225 didn't quite cash, but top five plus 120. Again, he finds himself up front in these road course races. Um, he started up in, or no, he ended up in not starting great 13th. So, a little concerning early, but found his way up to the front pretty quickly. Ends up with a fifth-place finish. So, Justin Allgaier, it's underrated how good of a road course racer he is. Um, I was hoping he'd maybe have a little more for the leaders, but uh, does does cash that top five for us. Not quite the top three, but uh, we'll, we'll take a plus 120 on the, on the top five. Yeah, and look, for Allgaier, he was one of those cars, too, that was doing the right things at the right times and making the right calls. So, um, his shout-out to his team for being able to keep him up there. And, I mean, look, we talked about the fact that uh, Junior Motorsports still a dominant force in there. And, to that point, I had Sam Mayer as a top-five car at plus 275, which cashed Road more. Road ringer, Sam Mayer. <laughs> at, at this point, yeah. <laughs> but, listen, here's the thing. This top-five cashed better than an AJ win, so, like... Are you happy that you cashed this one? Because I, I hope you are. Uh, yeah. Mayor, top five, plus 275. And I call him out as a top 10 just because I was like, look, if you aren't, you know, if you don't feel like doing a top five, then a top 10 for sure. But Sam Mayer, the only person that beat him was Ty Gibbs. He ended up passing Almendinger late in that race as well. So second place finish for Sam Mayer, not bad of a day for that young man either. Yeah, he's feeling it. Uh, that win, a lot of, lot of good for his confidence. And obviously, a very good road course racer. So a guy we're going to have to continue to watch. Uh, I took a couple shots on some other uh, JRM cars. Didn't go so well. Josh Berry, top five, plus 500. Uh, and top 10, plus 175. Paluto was the real long shot, plus 750 for a top five, plus 240 for a top 10. None of those cashed. 
Uh, Barry started third, so I was thinking that these looked very good uh, after qualifying. Um, and he dropped back to ninth by the end of stage one, and then he was just out of it after that. Um, and Paluto, I don't think, really had a chance all day, unfortunately. That was... Uh, I wanted to see more out of him in that 88, but uh, it just didn't happen. So, unfortunately, did miss that that group of bets there. Uh, he was one of those ones that stayed out on wets for a long time, too. So, anybody that stayed out on wets basically just had themselves kind of a, a rough go of it to start it all out. And, you know, you, you kind of don't blame them. A F1 them. strategy for us. <laughs> it was. It was literally, which tire are you going to start on? And, yeah, these yep. guys, they came out uh, right away. And I thought Gibbs was toast right from the get-go from not doing that. But hats off to him for having the car he had, so screw him. But he did cash this one as a top three car at plus 110. I did say he was going to be good. I just was hoping he wasn't going to win the race. So um, right. I was happy that he had a, a solid day. Just wish that it wasn't as solid as it was. So Gibbs top three at plus 110. I, I felt like it was going to be an easy cash, and it was a little easier than I thought it was yeah. going to be. Looking back, it's surprising that was even plus money. Like uh, that was a great call by you, and, and yeah, obviously easily cashes that at plus one ten. I had Riley Herps to win Group C over the aforementioned number twenty four slash sixty six Connor Moyle sack. Uh, easily beat him. Sage Karam, he got him by just a couple of spots because Karam finished fifteenth, but Herps did finish in twelfth. And Kaz Gorala was the other one in that. And uh, he unfortunately beat uh, Herbst by three spots. So did not cash this one. And had the top 10 at plus 260. Sadly, it did not cash that one either. <laughs> no, no, it did not. Uh, but it was, you know, look, it would have been it would have been fun had it had it cashed. So uh, unfortunately, that was probably the one just that was that was a long swing that didn't hit um, my kind of bigger swing. Right. I had LeBay. As a winner of Group D, this one had me sweating for uh, a long time, actually, because I, with these guys know how to pick these head-to-heads and these groups. I just don't know what it is about these these bookmakers, but they know kind of where to put these guys. LeBay, I said, was going to have a pretty solid day. Almost thought he was going to get in the top 10. He didn't. He finished 11th, though, so not a bad day for my new Canadian favorite driver uh, in 11th. But this is where it kind of got dicey because toward the end of that race, Burton was ahead of him, and then at some points, it was actually Clements was ahead of him for a hot second. Partis never even factored into this. He finished uh, 24th, but he did qualify 11th, which kind of made me go, ah, oh, man, here we go. Um, but LeBay ended up finishing 11th, uh, but it was Burton finishing in 16th, Clements in 19th, Partis in 24th. Once again, a plus 260 for that. That was a that was a great day. Was it 250, 260, 260 for that? So pretty happy about that one. And good for LeBay, man. A, a top 11 finish for uh, a Canadian driver on a road course that's not really a full-timer. I, I love to see that. Yeah, this was a great call by you. Shout out to him for getting that good of a finish in an Emerlin Gates car too. Like not typically super fast cars, but uh, yeah, he, he had a great day and, and cashed this one for you. So that was awesome. Went all in on AJ Allmendinger ride. What a mistake that was. Plus 150. Bullshit. Should have won this race. All guy are 11 to 1. I would place that bet again. Obviously, finishing the top five. Josh Berry, 40 to 1. Obviously, he finishes 14th, but started third. So, uh, again, 40 to 1. Just Josh Berry should not be 40 to 1 anywhere. 
if he's 40 to one, we're probably going to continue to bet on him because he should not be priced that way. Obviously he never really had a shot to win this race, but there's too much value there. Especially when you see what happened on Sunday where a guy like McDowell, uh, you know, a guy that's consistently good at road courses ends up dominating and winning the race. It's possible for guys like Barry to do that uh, or, or, you know, things to fall into the right place. Uh, and so, uh, Kelly had had number 10 at minus 140. I mean, yeah, I even said, and I apologize, but I said it this morning in the Discord, like, I don't care what the number is, just take AJ. Like, I was so confident in AJ, and uh, that 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 trust was misplaced. So, man, that that part sucked. Um, but at least we did have uh, we we did have a very very good day in Xfinity outside of of the winners. Indeed. Uh, yeah, I had Cole Custer at eight to one. Uh, he finished sixth. I mean, not a bad day for Cole Custer. He was just never really in contention for the win. Obviously, it was either AJ or Ty at that point that was going to win. And then I had Sam Mayer at 18 to 1. Sam Mayer finished second. I, I strongly think that if there was maybe five or six more laps, Sam Mayer may have had something. Well, no, because Ty Gibbs had like a 20 second, okay, eight second over the field. He definitely dominated everybody. He could have probably beat them and then run in a full lap and still beat them as well. But um, I mean, look, for, for an 18 to 1 to finish second, if I've learned nothing from Cody Zeeb over the last couple of years, it's that if an 18 to 1 finishes in second place you did the right thing and 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 That's, made the yep. right pick yeah and again even when bets like that don't hit it is the right call he, he was there he's not expected to win at 18 to 1 but he put himself in a position he could have won makes it a good bet uh kelly says at least i learned to get the damn bet in early to get a better number i i really think that we obviously we record our shows early in the week, basically, you know, as odds are coming out and stuff before practice, before qualifying. I still think that getting your your bets in early and getting you're going to get good numbers more often and you're relying on the stats, you're relying on what's been happening. It's so hard, Rod, with these short practices. You get a group A and a group B. The conditions are different. The sun's out. It's wet tires. It's It's not wet tires. It's it's rubber on the track. It's not rubber on the track. It's uh, they you know the best ten lap average, but only four cars ran ten laps. And well, the, yeah, he ran twenty laps, but he ran six here, six there, and six over here. Like it's so hard to get any data out of the short practices back in the day before COVID, when we had days of practice. Completely different story, and the numbers just get chopped up so much. I was looking this morning, and it's like. Reddick looked fast and Elliot looked fast, but the numbers move so much that it's hard to get in on it. So I, I am still a full proponent of most of your bets be placed earlier in the week based on numbers, based off the statistics, based off what you think is going to happen. Not that you can't add bets, of course, and, and the live betting has been great. Guys have been hitting live bets. I hit live bet on Chris Busher last week at Michigan. Uh, and, and so you can do that as well. But I do think getting in early on a lot of these numbers for the most part, not always, of course, but for the most part is the way to do it. And, and so that's what I really like about, about how we just have our format and, and obviously going through these bets, it worked out for a majority of them, right? So, well, don't listen to the cup series part, but for the, the Xfinity <laughs> series part, it worked out well. I know it's, it's funny too. Cause when you post them and you're like, ah, oh, this is a fantastic card. And then you know, next day, you're like, well, it's, it's about well, we hit one of these bets. So there is that, but, but I mean, uh, listen, if anything, you guys that listen every time, every day, every day, you know, 
you know the process, right? And and you're not here for quick picks. You're not here just to tail a, a pick because it's a tail a pick. Like, I think we've weeded those people out of our audience at this point, and they know that the process is more important than just the picks. So talking these down, yes, we're going to give you some good picks. Yes, we're going to give you the picks that we want to, to really emphasize, but you guys are smart enough to know when we're full of it and when it's time to follow us. So hopefully, you, like I said, you've learned this by now. Um, JD Kez says he waits on the plus 300 type units until after qualifying. Normally, yeah, it doesn't but a- get worse. AJ was, AJ was plus 150 when we gave him out on Wednesday, and he was minus 140 Saturday morning. Yeah, so it's a tough, it's a tough sell, man. That's a pretty big swing. I mean, it can go, it can go both ways for sure, but I think in general, it's better to get him in early. Obviously, some things like True X plus 450, you, you gave that out and it moved to like plus 800, but. Had he qualified on the pole or was he starting top couple, it would have dropped down to, to plus 200 or something like that. Like, It can go both ways, but I think in general, getting the bets in early is, is the better strategy, in my opinion, at least. I concur. Um, all right, so next week we move to another road course. It is Watkins Glen. We are excited to uh, – this is I, – I can't remember, Cody – has there been another time where we've had back-to-back road courses like this? I, I have can't to go remember. back and look, but man, I feel like I don't feel like we've had back-to-back in the Cup Series, the Xfinity Series. We have for sure, yeah. Um, but I don't know if we've had back-to-back in the Cup Series before. Obviously, I think so. prior to a couple of years ago, we only had two total on the schedule. It's been bumped up to six since 2020 or so. Um, but but yeah, I don't know if we've ever gone back-to-back weeks. And this is it, Rod. We have a road course and a Super Speedway to end the regular season, to set the playoff field. Shit's going to be crazy the next two weeks. And listen, here's the thing, too, about it. This is a true road course. This isn't the Roval. This isn't the half, you know, uh, street course, half, half, uh, what regular oval track. This is legit, flat-out road course. So, you know, that whole back straightaway is not there for everybody to, to kind of go crazy on. So, I mean, this is going to take a little more technicality. I don't know that we take a whole lot away from this week going into this this coming week. I mean, yes, but at the same time, I don't know that this week was even a good indicator of what to expect. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I got to dig into Watkins Glen and, and what some of the trends have been. I think we'll probably see slightly more cautions and stuff like that. And again, it's tough on which road courses I, uh, translate to the other ones, right? And and I think, again, momentum something that's big. So I think... There's going to be a lot we can translate. Do you think Michael McDowell is the fastest car and, and leads every lap and wins this race? Probably not. I would not probably not even bet on him to win this race because I think that's more unlikely than Chris Buescher winning back-to-back races was. Like It, it was great for him, but I, I don't see it happening again. So I don't know. Well, I got to dig into it and, and see where we go, see where the numbers are. That's what dictates a lot of it, right, is, is yeah, I'd love to just bet everything Truex and Elliott this week, but if they come out at plus 300 and plus 400, then it might not be worth it. You know, you have to look at it. So uh, we'll see where the numbers come out and, and dig into the research a little bit more and uh, and see where it goes. Oh, Kelly also says he hates the no stage caution. Do they change that next year? I don't think they change it now. They no, love I it. think they'll keep it. And, and like, was it Sonoma where it worked out really nicely? We had the strategy calls uh, and, and that's, we kind of touched on that earlier, but, uh, this was this race just a bad example of it because obviously it went completely green basically after that Haley caution was very very early. Um, but if you end up with some natural cautions in there, 
Some guys have pitted, some haven't, some get to, to pit road, some don't. It, it changes it up. It keeps it keeps it fresh. And think about last year and think about, uh, you know, we would have had McDowell wouldn't have won this race if there were stage cautions because he's going to stay out. He's going to win the stages. He's going to get the points, but then he's going to get shuffled back. He's not going to have the chance to keep himself up there. Uh, things are much, much different with the stage cautions, and I think it's for the better on road courses. I don't want to see it on ovals. I think we need to keep the stage cautions. But I think on the on the oval or on the road courses, uh, I think the way it is is good. Today, kind of a bad example. It's it's the other side of how it can go, but but it's not going to go that way most of the time. I don't think. But it wasn't even that bad either because McDowell didn't come out and lead every single lap. I mean, it, obviously he had to fight his way back. So even still, like those strategy calls, because again, was it Hamlin stayed out? Kozlowski stayed out because they wanted the stage points. So the fact that they're yeah. awarding the stage points at the end of the stages still plays into what do you want more? Do you want the track position or do you want the stage points? And Hamlin and Kozlowski were two of the biggest uh, examples of that because they stayed out and they they basically got kind of swallowed up by the rest of it. So, you know, it, it's, it's whether or not you want to win the race or you want to point yourself into a better situation in the playoffs. Now, of course, Hamlin and Kozlowski, Kozlowski's got a pretty good buffer. Uh, Hamlin's got the win. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a matter of what do you want to do. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, for Kozlowski, very smart because there's at least one driver getting in on points. And right now, him and Harvick are, are very closely swapping that position. Mm -hmm. So you need every single point you can get for a guy like that. Um, and with Hamlin, I mean, Hamlin won the stage. He got an extra playoff point. So, you know, if he, if he gets from the round of, of eight to the, to the championship four by one point, which is about how much he missed out last year on the Hail Melon, it could make all the world of a difference, and maybe Danny Hamlin's your champion this year. Indeed. Uh, Herb says it's a big strategy of his, grabbing great numbers early and seeing where it lands later, then add pivot accordingly. Listen to listen to Herb. He's he's cashing pretty big tickets lately. Uh, at as, and the live betting has completely changed the game. Need to use more now, which is why we have the Discord. Look at you. I love it, Kelly. Yes. Yeah, and uh, that's a great point by Herb. Is It gives you more options, too, because... When the numbers do move, which direction? I mean, it, it does allow pivot plays, and and you can kind of you know hedge on certain things by taking something else. I, I think it works out well. So uh, yeah, get in the Discord, join the conversation. Speaking of that, let's continue to move this conversation to the Discord as we wrap things up. Anything else you want to get off your chest, Cody? As we uh, wrap it up here, because yeah, I mean the Xfinity race or the Xfinity race was great, but this is just leaving me wanting to have more of this. Captain Morgan and uh, fruit punch concoction that they got going on. I uh, just closed the tab. Could you tell me one more time where SVG finished? I, <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> where he's not going to finish next week because he's not running next week. Is he running in Watkins Glen? Did they bring him back? Uh, not that I've heard. I don't. I don't think so. Well, you figure uh, that he won this week, so he should come back next weekend. Yeah. Oh wait, he didn't. Never mind. Tenth, tenth to fifteenth, I believe, is exactly where I said he would finish. You did. You were right, buddy. You, hey, listen, your project, yeah, your predictions you know, on those. Uh, just too bad we couldn't translate that to the rest of the card. My model shows uh, <laughs> this is going to be in tenth to fifteenth, and uh, guess where the fuck he finished. Uh, I didn't get anything else right in the cup race, but I might be more happy about that than anything else. <laughs> hey, listen, that's that's we, we yeah, and Busher, yeah, we need it. Oof, yeah, uh, where Busher should have finished. God, see if he would have been in the fucking race, Busher would have finished tenth, and we'd all be a lot happier. Ah. Uh, 
God damn it. Right. Let's put this go out back, of our mind. Go back down under. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean that. Uh, we love, I listen, I love anybody that I wants love to come him. I'm, I'm very excited. I loved Kobayashi today. I loved Lolly today. I loved um, yeah. the it's other guy to, that was in there. The international stat, like the number of, what was, gosh, let me see if I can find it super quickly. It like, like six or seven. The number of international drivers we had and, and wins from all these different things. Okay, here it is. Oh, it's a good seven graphic. countries. 17 NASCAR Xfinity Series championships, nine Cup Series championships, four IMSA championships, three Truck Series championships, three Supercar championships, two WEC championships, a Formula One championship, 936 NASCAR National Series wins, 82 Supercar Series wins, 45 IMSA Series wins, 15 Formula One Series wins, five IndyCar Series wins, like, that was the field of drivers we had today. Australia, England, Germany, Japan, New Mexico, New Zealand, and the United States all represented. Like, absolutely amazing. Loved it. I'm excited for SVG. I, I had a blast watching him Friday night. He did a great job in the trucks. An amazing drive. Like, I can't wait to see him uh, continue for, going forward. But that I was right about him this week. Yeah. <laughs> we just weren't ready to crown him the next super superstar right. of the NASCAR Cup Series yet. So, and that's all right. That that happens. But all right. Well, Cody, let's uh, let's put a pin in this. Then let's come back on Tuesday with our Cup Series uh, bets and picks, as we always do. Once again, thank you to each and every one of you who have joined us and stayed with us throughout this live show. This is this is yeah. fun. We'll probably do more of these as the season winds yeah. down. Been been having a lot of fun with these. So it's always good to interact with you guys. Get your opinions and all of that. So follow me on X at Husker underscore Z. You can find all my work over there. Um, man, we only got three races this week, Rod. SRX, Xfinity, and Cup. So a little bit of a letdown. No trucks, no Indy, no F1. I'm sad about that. But uh, you know what? It's all right. We're going we're gonna to make the most of what we got. And uh, we're going to win a lot of money this week. Indeed, sir. Indeed. We are going to put our research caps on all day tomorrow. Come up with some good bets for you on Tuesday. So... Until then, I'm on X at RJV Gomez. Link in the bio to everything I got going on, whether it's here in between media. I'll be back on the back road this week to talk about Watkins Glen. Catch me on Fast Money for frequency's sake. And then, of course, check out all the other stuff I've got going on on the Sports Gambling Podcast website itself. Back on Tuesday. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We love these live shows. We'll do more of them. So until then, let's go racing and let it ride. Sweet as hell.